Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, Mobile, Alabama. It all begins. Houston Texans, they're scouting. That's where Nick Casario is. That's also where uh, Cody Stutes is. Uh, he's out there. He's watching special teams drills and stuff. He's, what are you doing, he's Cody? He's in the sticks. What are you doing, Cody? Uh, Cody Stutes is out there in Alabama. Stutes, let's just get some background first. You know, what? What has the Senior Bowl meant to the Texans and the building of their current roster? In other words, like in recent history, and I don't think I'm putting you on the spot because you can lay this out, like how how much of a part of Texans draft classes has the Senior Bowl been? Well, under Nick Casario, it's grown in importance. And in the first year that Casario drafted with this team, Nico Collins was at the Senior Bowl. Obviously, we see what Nico's turned into. The draft after that, you had – Damian Pierce, who was at the Senior Bowl, and I think even Nick Casario talked about in the draft process and after Pierce was drafted about how the Senior Bowl kind of helped keep him on their radar. And then last year, most of the draft class was from the Senior Bowl. And you even got a couple of practice squad future reserve contract players who were also Senior Bowl players. So you look at last year, Tank Dell, Xavier Hutchinson, Dylan Horton, Henry Toto, and just a ton of different guys from – Last year's draft class, outside of those top two picks, were senior bowl guys. And it's grown in importance in Nick Casario's time here with Tank. Well, Tank Dell, you mentioned, and he, at least from a national perspective, really splashed onto the scene at the senior bowl. Um, I'm all about the tight end position. I, I don't think Brock Bowers is there. I don't think uh, Sanders is there. But what's the tight end position looking like? Barron. Uh, it's not super impressive in the first practice of. So- the American team's out there right now, uh, but the national roster went this morning, and I mean, just it, they're big guys, uh, but they look more suited for blocking. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of impressive playmaking stuff from the tight ends. I'll be interested to see what this national roster puts together, or excuse me, what the American roster puts together. Because the national roster, I mean, it, there there wasn't much there wasn't much talent to speak of from the tight end position. It was more focused towards the wide receivers and the running backs with that first workout from the national roster what about the uh wide receiver position uh that y- you you said that there's someone out there uh that is uh putting on a show at the wide receiver position nobody covered roman wilson all day from michigan i mean he was fantastic and i wrote down in my notes three different times smooth just smooth easy he beat Eve, anybody and everybody even the dbs that were having a big day he beat those guys Roman Wilson was having a huge day out there. And then there's plenty of talent out here at the, the uh, American roster that's practicing right now. The guy that I'm watching the closest out here is Lad McConkey from Georgia. And he'd be like a nice day two selection at the wide receiver spot. But there's been some pretty talented stuff going on at the wide receiver spot. Nothing as good as what Roman Wilson's put together. Another name, too, Brendan Rice. And you're thinking to yourself, Rice, wide receiver. Yes, Jerry's kid, Brendan Rice, three consecutive snaps in one-on-one drills. The DB gets a flag thrown on him, and Rice fights through the contact and just snags the ball. It wasn't quite like his dad because he dropped one a little bit later on. But, man, he was physical and nasty. And you know what this Texans offense, you got to pay attention to those guys that can be a little physical, aren't afraid of a little bit of contact. We well, got to pay attention to the running back position. I think everybody's on board with uh, upgrading there. Um, I mean, what's the update there? What is is impressing? Marshawn Lloyd from USC 
is a guy that made one of those ooh cuts when it looked like the defensive line, the defensive linemen in the first set of team drills were just mauling every one of these offensive linemen. I feel like that's usually what happens on the first day. But it looked like the play was dead, and the next thing you know, he was two yards to the left and taken off. And then a one-on-one to kind of finish the practice, he showcased the hands. We know how you got to have some sort of dynamic ability at the running back position to really maximize what they bring to the table. Marshawn Boyd's been the guy that I paid the most attention to, but Rasheen Ali from Marshall, he had a couple of nice plays. Now, these are mid- to late-round guys from the running back standpoint, but it's a guy that you get him in the building, he plays special teams for maybe a year, and then the next thing you know, he's a factor for you. But if, he, if, if Lloyd's going to be catching balls over the shoulder like he did at the end of practice, he might be a pass-catcher factor for you right away. What is uh, Nick Casario doing out there? I, I know you're one of those guys that watches, you know, what he's watching. What, what did just based on, you know, overreaction, boots on the ground? We're, we're live at in Mobile, Alabama, uh, with Cody Stude's Senior Bowl uh, Texans last year. They found Tank Dell, Xavier Hutchinson uh, in this game, so it's always kind of telling when when you see who performs there. Nick Casario seems to like it. Uh, what's he looking at? So he started when in, in the drill portion. He started with the defensive linemen paying attention to those guys, and then he kind of moseyed over to the linebackers in like a coverage drill. And he's got a couple of different assistants here with him from the scouting department. I say assistants. He's got a couple of other members of the scouting. So they broke up, and they were all over the field. Um, and I know one of them was watching uh, individual offensive line, defensive line drills. i tell you what Casario spent a lot of time watching, and you're making fun of me. I heard it at the beginning. Nick Casario spent a lot of time watching special teams. He was watching the kicker from Stanford. He was watching the punter from Iowa. There were team drills going on, and Nick Casario would kind of peek his head over, and this punter from Iowa, when he kicks the ball, it sounds like a cannon's going off. <laughs> and he's putting these, these knuckle balls up in the air, like working through a drill like that, and Casario just kind of keeps looking over his shoulder at him. I mean, make fun of me, but the Texas general manager's watching a bunch of special teams, and as you guys know, the long snapper, the kicker, and the punter are all set to be free agents. Nah, man, I, I think that might be sometimes just kind of what he's watching if, he, if he's going out of his way uh, might mean something uh, by that. Uh, obviously, the other, the other part of uh, the equation here for the Texans, and this is what we're, we're, we're thinking about, is how are the Texans going to approach the draft and the offseason? Uh, and that's, uh, that's in the defensive backfield. Uh, how, how much has he watched that? How much have you seen there? paying attention a lot to one-on-ones when it was wide receivers and DBs. And then after, uh, after the practice, you get on the field and you get to talk with some of the players. And Penn State defensive back Kalen King uh, told me after practice, he goes, yeah, I've met with the Texans. So they've already met with one corner. We'll talk to as many players as we can to see how many of the Texans have talked to. But and there's, there's some impressive cornerback play. King had a nice day today. Obviously, at Penn State, you know what Joy Porter brought to the table this past year as a rookie out of Penn State. King's not quite that same type of prospect. The guy that should be on your radar, just just stick this name in the back of your mind, pay attention for the draft process. Quinion Mitchell from Toledo, he was shutting everybody down. Anybody and everybody that went up against him, he was shutting them down. He was a long defensive back, using his arms pretty quick. Quinion Mitchell is a name. Just stick it in the back of your head and remember it throughout the draft process. All right, there you go. What do you think about this notion that the Texans should upgrade from Dalton Schultz? Do you bring back Dalton Schultz? I, I don't know where you upgrade. Who who can you really upgrade 
like, I mean, the best, the best tight ends aren't going anywhere. And if you look at who the free agents are going to be, Dalton Schultz, the beast, clearly the guy that's at the top of the free agency pile. So uh, the only thing that's getting upgraded when you're talking about Dalton Schultz is how much money he makes. I mean, he's going to make a lot of money either from the Texans or somebody else because he's clearly, to me, the best free agent. And you're not getting a swing at the top tight end in the draft in Brock Bowers. So. Well, there's more than one. Why not? I mean, uh, Sanders and uh, that kid from Penn State and all that. I think the kid from Penn State is there, right? Yeah, yeah, the kid from Penn State's here. He was the best tight end in the early workouts. Um, And then, you know, Sanders is really nice. Stover, who obviously played with C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, uh, is a guy there. But, I mean, as far as Dalton Schultz, there's not an upgrade out there unless you're trading for somebody else's tight end. But, I don't think that you're even finding somebody that's truly an upgrade. So I'd I'd do everything I could to keep Dalton Schultz around. All right, Stutes, appreciate you. Get back to, uh, I guess, uh, timing hang time on punts, dude. Way (laughs) way to to really really go out there and play the hits, man. Well, well, Nick Casario is watching one-on-one drills with offensive linemen, defensive linemen. You want to pay attention to that? Yeah, give me me the breakdown on the uh, the three-tech work out there. all right, well, Devondre Sweat's a giant human being. Dude, it's really hard he's to block huge. Him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a feeling they're going to like him. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to block, and he is huge. Yeah, he's a oh. Yeah, you need to talk to Sweat, man. Get at him. Man. Is he good? Yeah, get at Sweat. Yeah, he's a big, big dude. Mm-hmm. Big dude. No, I'm good. To talk to. Uh, just regular, professional. Yeah, yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, students, appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right, let's keep an eye on the uh, the Senior Bowl. It's going to be. I mean. This is cool, man, because you can be selective. Yeah, and it, and it's there. There's still a lot of needs, but there's like you can swing for the fence, man. No like, matter yeah. if Detroit doesn't do what they did last year with Laporta and Gibbs, they we're not even talking about them this weekend. Thank you. And that's two picks. Yes, that's two picks. Yes, and, so, and, and no matter how much he might downplay, there's not tight ends out there. I disagree. Like 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 the, the draft is 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 where you can get somebody. Uh, now maybe you still keep Dalton Schultz, but uh, hoping to upgrade at the number one spot, right? Yeah, for sure. It's Cody Stutz out there at the uh, at the Senior Bowl. Texans off season's begun. Nick Casario, what, he, he get a week away? He's out there in the sticks. He's mobile man, mobile. Timing the punters and the kickers. This is going to be a fun draft this year. I less is more at the draft. I, I feel like we've gotten our fix of like multiple first round picks and. Really, like picks that can mm-hmm. swing a franchise, and sometimes well, franchise kind of picks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you might draft a guy that becomes a franchise player at his position, but you're not gonna, you're not picking one, two, or three. You know, uh, where it's obvious that you have to get it right. I, you're selective. It's cool to be selective. That that's <laughs> that's something that we're not uh, we're not used to around here. And the thing about it is, like, if you're if you're drafting a quarterback. It's important, it's crucial, but sometimes there's just no guarantee that the quarterback's going to work out. Like, there are drafts where, like, none of the quarterbacks are franchise guys. You don't have that type of pressure right now. Yeah. You know, there's not, like, any, like, intense pressure to fill this. I I think there's a lot of opportunity. Yes. I disagree that Dalton Schultz is going to get a lot of money, though. I'm all over the place. I I think it's going to be about the same, but maybe for more. He's trying to find, you know, more years. Good luck. You know what, nine or ten million, but maybe two or three years. Good luck. No, I, I, I think he's he brings value, but you can do better than him. I mean, he's had like a, the Cowboys gave him a chance to to maybe find a place other than being a number two tight end. He couldn't. Uh, the, the the Texans brought him in, 
with a clear opportunity to be a big-time number one tight end. And he did okay. He did fine. Yeah, but he wasn't that. But the Cowboys didn't re- get getting rid of him, and they had a fourth round, a second-year yes. fourth-round pick. Exactly. You know, like, when Stutz says, you know, there's no tight ends, I, I don't – I'm not saying I disagree. All I'm saying is the, the 19 – there's been 19 first-round picks of tight ends in the last 20 years. More times than not, they've been flops. And the guys that we talk about, like, that second are Second-round picks. Well, Laporta was a second-round pick. Yeah. A Kelsey was a day-three pick. Mm-hmm. Andrews was second, a third-round pick. Okay, or second, yeah, second, third, like but day two. But they're yeah. there. Yeah, and I don't think too many people were saying these are going to be game changers. Kittle was a fifth. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I agree with him in that free agency. You know, no, thank you. I don't think you're going to find much. But in the draft, if you do your job, you evaluate right, and I think some of these guys are going to be first-round picks, one of them anyway. Um, but you can do, you can change the, the whole kind of way the franchise is going. Coming up, are you ready for some Super Bowl hackage <laughs> next?